Welcome to the, the Matrix, Matrix Minute. T- t- Tim, <laughs> we're keeping this. <laughs> Philip's tired, so I, I jumped in to save the day. Um, hi, welcome to this week where I'm tired all week. Um, and and uh, I have one wonderful fact to to share with everybody. Neo wakes up seven times during the course of this film. That's pretty good. Wow. Seven, seven deadly wake-ups. Uh, Ooh, seven! It's the seven sinful scrolls. wake-ups. I don't know what what is another seven. The seven scrolls of the apocalypse. There you go. <laughs> it's the Neo is the apocalypse. Uh, my name is Jake, and uh, standard standard issue standard issue standard issue Jake. All right, Tim's there too, and we have yes. once again for the last time, Sai. Woo! Yay! Hey guys, thanks for having me again. Oh, you're totally. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show. Especially these hard hitting episodes. Yeah. Ooh. These are hard hitting. This is some good content, man. These episodes. Good. <laughs> I like them. This is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is good stuff. It's great. Oh, and boy. Uh, this is minute 41. We've passed our 40 I meant, like, minute thing. content of the movie, by the way. I wasn't like self praising. Oh, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I we we're some doing some going, great work. Especially with Sai. He's saving us. He's saving this show. No, I like these. These are good episodes. Um, I don't feel and, any uh, pressure whatsoever. Sai, save you. Continue saving us. Save us. Save ourselves. Okay, Philip, explain to us what happens in this minute. All right. Yes. Give me, give me a good Do it faster. Come on, quick. Ah! Uh, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> on Do the it. television screen, Morpheus shows him the world Neo knows from the end of the 20th century. But then he clicks a switch and shows him the world as it exists today. And thus begins Morpheus's brief history lesson. He declares, Welcome to the desert of the real. And explains about what they know about what went wrong. The birth of AI in the early 21st century. Wow. Whoa. AI. You mean artificial intelligence? Yeah, you had to say that so the audience that? knew. That, that's a total, yeah. like... What do you call it? Um, info dump, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it is. I think Nia just wanted to double check. I think the whole, like, this whole first act of the film is a huge info dump, to be honest. It's just Morpheus spewing exposition I love left it. and right. But that's the thing. The concept is so strong that you are able to enjoy listening to this man, you know, yeah. tell you stuff about the world. And I think that that has a lot to do with, like, the buildup that they gave. Yeah, about yeah. the word, you mean? It's a yeah. future. Sorry, Sai, go on. I'm just thinking the main character is somebody who needs to be informed. It's not like pulling somebody forward into a scene to explain it to them just so they can explain it to us. The main character is being informed the entire time. So it's it's a forgivable, uh, you know, dump. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's a good technique to use if you if you want to, you know... Not have the main character just walk, and you you actually Explain. want to hear, yeah, you want to hear because that's like the premise. You don't know what it was. There wasn't, a, you know. I think funny thing to me is like if you watch a movie, and at the beginning there's like a narration that goes in two thousand seven. Oh, I hate that. There's like a ninety eight percent chance that movie sucks. I mean, there's there's exceptions, you know. There's like Lord of the Rings or Terminator, <coughs> you know, that that it, where, where where it's like it makes sense. But Lord of the per- Rings did it in a very good way. Yeah. Like, well, sure, what about Star Wars? We're going we're gonna to diss Star Wars for the oh, huge... Yeah, but Star you Wars just is dropped a, this, a bomb. That's a different I totally forgot about that. But then again, Star Wars was like sort of referencing the old Buck Rogers... Um, yeah, but that's a humongous... Shows. It is. Humongous yeah, that is a huge... info dump. It's like three pages of just... Uh, I don't know how to tell you how this happens, so we're just going to write it and, and you know... Here, just you can read, read this text. Yeah. yeah. 
the funny uh, thing is, well, if, if you can help it, don't do it. But Star Wars def- definitely pulled that off. They flying colors. I have no idea how that was. Uh, that's even like I mean, yeah, you, yellow now text. that you're making me think about it. How did they get away like, with that? Nobody Everybody else could it. do it that. No, yeah. it's usually it's it it's it's like I I watched recently like the. Uh, a combination. We did a double feature of the newest Underworld movie and the newest, uh, what's it called, Resident Evil. Resident which is, Evil. It's the same situation. It's like a wife of the director, and it's like the hundredth, uh, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. sequel, and sequel. it's made for money. And she's like, and they both start the exact same way. Oh, dear. The monsters have been going for the, and there's always a montage of all the previous movies. And yeah, it's like the footage yeah. you can see, like the quality, how it's like it goes from like super high budget movie, and then kind of like yeah. the the footage is like slowly dropping as the montage goes away. But yeah, usually that that like sort of narration thing. But I have no idea how Star Wars. It's is. it's really difficult to do. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of um, writing and listening to a podcast. Do you guys know the podcast uh, Script Notes? I do. No, really? Oh, you guys don't, Philip. You never listen to script notes. Timo, yeah, you know it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I've heard of it. I'm sorry. It's, it's great. It's just for writers. Um, well, it's for everybody. Right? It's it's writers talking. Um, and uh, getting guest writers in it and stuff like that. But I think it's one of the biggest problems is how do you give an info dump without giving an info dump? You know, the whole thing of show don't tell. Yeah, and, yeah. But like in a state of like Star Wars. But now, in, okay, fair enough. Now in Underworld, I mean. They do like montages and voiceover, don't they? Yeah, it's it's like a whole thing. It's like just yeah. bringing yeah. up the speed, like everything. Show yeah, you that, everything. that's that's cheap. Sorry, yeah. that, that's you know, there's another way to do it. You know, say it with pride. That's cheap. <laughs> it's just yeah. easy. No, I mean that, that the guys are obviously way ahead of me in filmmaking, and I can't this, but I, I would hope I would not. I would have a better idea by the time I get yeah. to there. It's okay. It. You know, like we can call them out now, and then when we were like, you know, are they going to hear this? Then, are they going to hear this? It's going to come Definitely up like in not. like 10 years. There, it's going to be on Reddit. Chance. It's like, did you know that Sai, <laughs> the director of this whatever feature, was on a stupid little podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... The, the, and then the it put the clip and he's like, career he totally <laughs> I'll just change my identity. It's going to be on BuzzFeed and it's going to repost it. And by the <laughs> end, you're going to be a racist director who hates everyone. And it's just going to be like, Sai, career over. That's what you Angry did. Angry right? director. Calls rampages once more. Calls the great saga of. Remember that show you did, Sai? Years ago? Yeah. It's a. Okay, we're sorry. Okay. That's okay. Let's, we've calmed down. We've calmed no, down. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? I don't know. Info dumps. If, info yep, dumps. Info yeah. dumps. Morpheus. Yeah, no, I think The Matrix does info dumping well because. Um, like we said before, yeah, the, the main character in it is actually on a huge journey of discovery. So yeah. he needs somebody explaining to him. Imagine if there was no Morpheus in this movie at all. Oh, my God. And goodness. he was just woken up by Trinity oh, or Cypher. And a total accident. And he's just walking <laughs> he's just around like, going, well, where the hell am I? <laughs> and he's coming in slime. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I think... That movie would be plausible, but it would be such an abstract and weird and strange film that I think it wouldn't have any kind of like. Strength. I don't know. I think I'd like to see that. That's what yeah. I'm yeah. saying. Like, no, that's the thing. It would be, be one of those art house films. Yeah, it would, yeah, be it would very accessible it? to or like an the, Odyssey you know, kind of movie. Audiences. You know, he goes on through this wasteland and meets and just like pieces it together. He meets these like yes. you know rogue Man, people going me, around. Be a very different film. It sounds like a great film to make, actually. And then he has to return to the Matrix. You know, he's like. Like he keeps walking away, and then he realizes, "I have to go back. I have to save." 
And then yeah, he likes like a montage yeah. and gears up and he's like, oh, God, Matrix. No, I don't know. I can't remember but, where I heard this. I think it was an interview and it might have been another actor or director talking about Lawrence Fishburne's performance. But they mentioned that Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne basically only gives exposition. And he <laughs> man. so well. And but yeah, but it's yeah, but it's because of I'm saying it's a testament to his acting yes, ability. It's Lawrence Fishburne because, because he's like, so, he's such an exposition charming man. Hate exposition, yeah. Generally, people people always call out exposition, but I think that exposition has gotten a little bit too. Like I'm saying, the word has gotten a little too dirty it's these days. But it's you know difficult what I mean? to do exposition well. Yes, as an yeah. actor, and I think and, that's what we've been talking about this yes, whole time. And the writing that also helps a lot because he speaks in a very sort of we talked about this the way the matter of he, the, the choices of words it's very you know higher sort of like pr- prophetic prof- I don't know, I keep prophetic this, prophetic prophetic so i think it helps to sell the <clears throat> idea and what phil has said uh, numerous times before because we are part of the journey and we don't know what the matrix are at least the first time you're watching so you forgive absolutely any sort of exposition because you want to know the information so it's like it's not like oh you kind of figured it out and now it's for the main character so yeah. so he makes sense like also, that, that's like bad storytelling when you're like i know and yeah so, and also know. like this whole this whole beginning of the film was just teasing what it could be and it was giving you visual hints at what was going on behind the scenes with that were cool and you could actually keep um, being hooked uh, to wanting to know more. And so this is sort of like the payoff now where we have uh, the exposition going on. Now, they're looking at the TV. I just wanted to segue this into what TV this is, because I love giving away this kind of information. Uh, The television is the famous AWA Deep Image Radiola Television, model 209C from 1958. And it's it's another fantastic... um, No, I think it was black and white. Ah, so, so okay, uh, but so, it is another, but it is another fantastic decision in keeping in the rotting bygone days look that we were talking about last episode, um, and also, um, it's also quite ironic because they're using this to talk about the future and stuff <clears> like that. I love that kind of stuff, and um, it's in yeah. better condition than the chairs. That is true. Man, the chairs. Oh, those I chairs! I get off those chairs. Yeah, well, I mean they modified it to do color, so obviously they're yeah they they, they know how to hack it. fixing it. But yeah. I think it's so, great that after we see the you know the collage of Getty images that uh, they took offline, yeah, <laughs> neural interactive city, simulation. The great shot, the great uh, sort of sequence of them. He's then you know Morpheus shows him. So this is what the real you know he says the famous line. You know, we're living in this a dream. We're living in a dream, you fool. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. The face. way he says that. Super smug, super casual, leans back on his chair. You've been living in a dream world, Neo. Hmm. You can tell Morpheus is waiting to say Just that. like your father yes. always told you. Yes. <laughs> every every father hears Neo. that from there. Says that to the kids, don't they? You're living in a I'm dream, kid. A real... <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> or your teacher. Or your that teacher. Is true. Um, or your boss. So here's a question. When they say, uh, we know it was us who scorched... The... Sorry, have we finished the, that... I just wanted to say that oh, yeah. there's a beautiful. Uh, unfortunately, that's not in this minute. <laughs> Can't talk. Oh yeah. Oh. You have been Darn skipping it. ahead, my boy. Okay. You, you see, you're gonna you see where they tune in. You see where the sky looks really kind of burnt. Yeah, in second twenty, was it scorched by something? I don't know. <laughs> Could you tell us more about uh, that side? <laughs> the scorching. Uh 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 uh. uh <laughs> 
What's uh, with the scorching? Okay, I don't know. um yeah, well they they did they did scorch the sky. I just would love to know what that meant. Did they kill the sun or what did that mean? That's what I was that was my question as well, well Sai. I was wondering about this. I was uh, wondering how they implemented that to yeah. achieve the scorching. Like, you mean like like, like real life? It was like or are you talking about the movie? The movie. Well, in the, the movie, the sun the is still there because remember the the third the yeah, final yeah, yeah. film they go about I mean, the clouds. They clearly called, this called is it yeah, this Project is Scorch. The, no, this is it's called it's, it was called Project uh, Dark Star. Yes, Project Scorch. It was called Dark, Dark Star. Star. Dark Star. <laughs> yes, it's a bit I like mine better. It's based on I think Sai, you would know Dark Star. That's oh yeah, Dana um, Bannon's first yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, filmed prior to Alien, anyway. That's right. But I think and, isn't it like just like just a lot of emission, like a lot of like diesel yeah. instead of you know yeah. petrol, and um, just like all of this like, is actually visualized in the Animatrix, the second Renaissance. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's true. It's an animated short that shows the Did history of the machines those? versus Sorry. the humans. I actually do have them. I watched the first two and never finished them. And yeah, that was in 2000 the, or 1990, as you guys remember. Because oh, wow. there's two yeah. of them the that are yeah, pretty interesting. I think it's important history. to the, the backstory. It's like a two-parter, yeah, where they explain the entire backstory of the yeah. war between yeah. the humans. Which is pretty machines. interesting. It's just not like an offshoot, like a you know, story that's in Matrix, that's but it's right, actually yeah. shows yeah, the, the actual story. Like It's, the, uh, what do you call it? It's cool. canon. Uh, it happens mm. around the main story. Yes. Um, so they might refer to it, oh, like I'd say, oh, your man's uh, ship crashed yesterday. And then you see in the Animatrix that whole episode where it crashes, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so check that out. It's pretty good. I think uh, the Matrix was one of the first things that actually implemented that. Like the Wachowskis brought that as one of the fun ideas that they were able to use to mm-hmm. uh, um, expand their expand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like expand with the comic. Universe. I mean, it's Star-, Star Wars did it first, obviously. Well, but does it Tolkien wasn't... hold on? Does Tolkien not do that with the Cimmerian? Oh uh, yeah, is that not true. kind of like that with the? Because he, he wrote the, he wrote the world it is, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. First. yeah yeah he wrote yeah um that's right that's what he did that was like this whole mythology was this yeah. life project of his and Lord of the Rings he decided to um, implement as just a portion of yeah. that big that big story that oh, he has so it's huge only, and so kinda... yeah so when you listen yeah sorry so when you listen to um lord of the listen to it when you read lord of the rings there will be characters reciting stuff that no one knows about unless you yeah. look at the back history yeah Silmarillion. I can't even say it. Silmarillion. I cannot say well, it until well, this yeah. day. Well, Tim, in our we do we <laughs> did some versions of my favorite. We did some stupid commentaries for the Hobbit films that I wish everybody watched, but they never will. Oh yeah, this um, we can plug this today. This yeah, hilarious. Oh, I, do gotta, that. I gotta hear this. We watched. There's and a super cut of these things. We we watched all the Hobbit movies and we did a commentary on every them. year when they came out. Like yeah. every, every, the moment, like the month that the, <laughs> each movie came out on video, we watched it together and we recorded us making fun of it practically because we Brilliant. weren't very big fans of those films. And, and it's um, great because they're cut, like the commentary, if it's like boring, yeah. it's cut away. And then yeah, Phil no, did these amazing I'm, After Effects animations that just make this whole thing. Like I, d- tooting our horn, but I, I, yes, you do. Yeah, Everyone every else Phil- listening should too. <laughs> I don't care. Um, you guys, you guys have uh, you, you've seen uh, Mystery Science Theater, haven't you? The original. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Classic. That, Love that's those. that's what started the whole craptacular scene for me. Uh, I, oh, oh yeah. Craptacular. Man. I like to believe I coined that phrase. I don't know if I did, but I used to pretend have, you did. It's all good. I'll pretend I did. Uh, trademark, sorry, Kelly. Um, yeah. cra- <laughs> I had a craptacular before movie we air. Theater. Get the trademark. What? Quick, quickly before the area, the area, the quickly episode. Get, get the trademark. Um, 
I yeah, we used to hold um in my house a craptacular movie theater nights, guys only. And it was just like let's watch the shittest films we can find from like oh, that. Dude, but, um, dude, yes. But it was it was yeah. totally inspired by Mystery Science Theater, um three thousand, the original guys, the original series of the funny <laughs> crack. We had such a good time and the best movie we watched to date was Attack of the Crab Monsters. Um, I have not seen that, and I'd like to see that now. See Attack of the Crab Monsters. Anything that's that's dated, it came from Beyond the or (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, They're they're gold, (laughs) or like giants from stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's perfect, perfect. But just stay away. That the Attack of the Crab Monsters is is like late fifties. It's fifty seven. This is amazing. Anything in the seventies, be really careful because it moves into pornography really quick. Oh (laughs) Oh, yeah, and you don't know. We watched Zardoz, not having a clue what it was about. (laughs) Zardoz. We just saw Sean Connery in a body thong, and we're like, "Hey, this has got to be good." And uh, it was it was scarring for many people. Yeah, Singmar Bergman, isn't it? The seventies were a crazy time. Mm. Oh, by the way, Crabman is uh, Roger. Corman. Not Ingmar Bergman. What am I talking about? Um, Roger Corman did the the Crab Roger, Monsters. No, Roger Roger Corman did the Crab Monsters. The Roger other guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The other guy. Uh, John. Who was this one of his first. Did Exc- wow. Who directed Excalibur? Oh God, the uh, latest one. No, no, no. The 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 oh, the eighties one, the nineteen eighty one. John Borman. John Borman. John Borman did Zardoz, I think. Oh yeah, John Borman. Yep. yep. Oh, proud. Well, here's a little bit of fun for you. Apparently, and I don't know if this is true. I read this somewhere. Apparently, Sean Connery. It was, it was a favor to. Uh, is it John Borman? You're saying? Yeah, I think yeah. I read this. It was as well. a favor. He he said he wouldn't do another Bond movie unless they made <laughs> Zardoz with his friend. I was interested in making Zardoz. I have no idea. He was friends with 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 the director, apparently, or the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "I'm not going to do another Bond film unless you fund Zardoz." And uh, I wondered, does he regret it? Because uh, one scene of that. Have you guys seen the film? Have you seen Zardoz? I haven't. I've seen no. I've seen the shots or stuff like that. It's just just crazy pictures. Opening scenes of like costume. It's crazy opening scenes of like rape on the beach, and then a humongous head. Terrible. And them all screaming out, "Yes, the penis is mightier!" All this crazy <laughs> stuff. What, what is, is this? This is, this is, this is our crazy. second Sean Connery impression on the show. Thank you. Oh wow, there are two. That was a good no, one. Size is pretty good, actually. I just I love it, and then I love the reference in Futurama when they're wearing new uniforms, and uh, uh, the professor is wearing a Zardoz costume, and I just thought, <laughs> excellent. <Yeah. laughs> but um, yeah, I, I want to say watch Zardoz, but just. Be careful, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. You Be might. Be careful. It's okay. You may not watch like a lot what you of, find. It's so A lot of weird. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, anyway, back just... to the Matrix. All right. Anyway, back yeah. to that. Um, <laughs> so he goes and shows the real world, uh, the world as it exists uh, today. Um, but before mm-hmm. that, you know, he's before that, Morpheus is like, you know, you've been living in a dream world. Your, your parents, your loved ones, joy. They're all. You know, <laughs> Neural interactive simulations. <laughs> no, 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 they're real people. <laughs> but they're Everything really people you've ever loved is all bullshit. Yeah, yes. that's kind of what it is. And he shows the, how the world exists today. Now that wide shot, Matt painting, um, I believe it's New York. Yeah, it has to be so because I think those two towers up there Let's are the look. World Trade Center. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh um, wait, no, how creepy then. is this? We're recording this on September 11th. <gasps> oh yeah, <gasps> we're just about 11th, to talk yeah. about oh, 9/11. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not and so, so this is an alternative reality. 
There you go. But I also believe it. There were there were the twin towers. I, I do. Think that's I do the too. Only explanation. I think, I think that just shows. Always in Chicago. Chicago, but I guess. But I guess yeah. no one would know. Sears any Tower. Of the yeah. yeah, this is more iconic yeah. in Chicago. This is more iconic. But now I was taking a closer look at the city. Okay. And I think there's some futuristic-looking buildings. So it it kind of gives you a hint of. Oh, totally. Yeah, the left hand side. Yeah. 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 That this isn't. Um, this what you know the world didn't go to hell in 1998, in 1999. Yeah, yeah. Or 1998 actually you know what you're right that it's 1998 because on uh at the beginning of the film it says the recording um code that shows up and it's recording the conversation between trinity and cypher at the very beginning mm-hmm. it says 1998 on it so you're well spotted right. yeah is that cool wow so anyway yeah the, so the camera goes all the way down to this volcanic to disgusting this lame set thing. of blankets. And then it goes to the lame set. <laughs> this I is like it. Fine. I like, yeah, I like it too. So I, Tim, I, tell us why you don't like it. Yeah, I just noticed this now and I always Good had it. Proof is on you. I just reminded of that blanket that Sam has in Lord of the Rings when he's in Mordor and he like turns yeah. it into a rock. Oh, that one. Uh, That's all I can think of looking at the set. It's like it's like blankets covered in dust. It's a bit true. setty, I guess. I think Maybe a little bit of blue yeah, light from the it's sky not the best. It's definitely would have worked. The best. To be honest, to the transition of... to the ground is nice, though. We're looking yeah. at oh, the it's so rocks. smooth. Yeah. It starts yeah, from the TV it, yeah. and then goes down. That's like that's a really great sequence. Just, to, just and I also to... love that the ar- the armchairs are back. Yeah, it's always nice there. because it's cool because you know Morpheus is very much you know yeah he's presenting this to yeah. Neo and in and the it's, most and dramatic way possible, portrayed in yeah. such a nice way. It's like one of those moments. It's like. You can think again. Oh wait, wait. What is this? Is that, is that the same spot? Did the, the, the background well, and change cool around them? It also shows, I think, Morpheus's sort of elegance because it goes in hand in hand with what we talked about his, the way he speaks. Yeah. You know, he's very like Agent Smith yeah. a little bit. Did you know, educated, very. He's good with his words. You know, yeah. he's the best words. And then he says, "The desert of the real," and uh, that's Jean Baudrillard's book, Simulacra and Simulation. Um, hmm. And I. I got a little bit of a. Uh, I was wondering. I was, I was looking it up, and isn't that the really confusing. book where the yeah, MIDI discs are? Yeah, where the MIDI disc is is uh, located, where that Neo has at the very beginning. If you, anybody is listening to those episodes or remembers those, I mentioned um, Simulacra and Simulation, which is uh, where the Desert of the Real comes from. The, the term by Jean Baudrillard, and um, Baudrillard was discussing this short story called "On Exactitude in Science." And it's about a big map uh, being constructed. <clears throat> and, and, and on this map, they're making a city. And this big civilization or city uh, gets so detailed and complex that it replaces the actual city that they were going to build. And they just start building onto that map of the city instead of making a real city. Okay. And it's... Um, uh, and Baudrillard says that you know, it is the real and not the map whose vestiges, 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 vestiges right. persist here and there in the deserts that are no longer those of the empire, the civilization, the empire that they were making on the map, but ours, the desert of the real itself. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea what he's saying, but doesn't matter. Sounds right, cool, pick up, pick up Baudrillard's book. Pick yeah. up Baudrillard's book, bookstores read it, and, and email. Email us. <laughs> email us with your book report. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bodie. And that's where you uh, got the desert we of the want real. five pages yeah. maximum. And there's a lot of Keep influences. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. 
Sorry, I keep talking too much. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just mad. There's a lot of influences with Baudrillard and the Desert of the Real and the whole Simulacra simulation. um, Yeah, I always wanted to find out more about that, but I think that, like, I try to look it up, like, some of his stuff, and it seems very dense, like, the way Mm -hmm. he writes and stuff, so I don't know. That's probably for, like, I don't know. Yeah. And there's the funniest thing. And the funniest thing, the funniest thing about this story is that Baudrillard saw the film. He's a a contemporary. He said that yeah, they, he's still alive. Uh, misrepresentation didn't understand his yeah, theories. They got his philosophy backwards. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that does happen, you know. Yeah. He said he said the most embarrassing part of this film is that the new problem posed by simulation is confused with its classical platonic treatment. The Matrix oh. is surely the kind of film about the Matrix that the Matrix would have been able to produce. Interesting. So this is like a meta. So he's theory. saying that um, you're you. They made this action fantasy movie talking about how the real world is, you know, like isn't real and yeah. we should wake up. But we're watching this fantasy film and getting engrossed in that. And that's part, of, so it's like it's part yeah. of the problem. Oh, and the it's like it's is. ironic. <clears throat> I guess. That's but to be honest, I I um, hmm. I never personally like saw the movie as a sort of commentary or a criticism of no, no reality. No, no. You know, it was more like a higher, not, not 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 to take it, you know, literally like, oh, the future is heading to the Matrix. It was more like, you know, about your mind and how you perceive reality and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how you should step away from that sometime. Not a like a literate, ideas. like a warning tale yeah. of, beware, of the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Fight Club when you get so into the film Fight Club and you love it so much. And then you find that people have started little groups about like like Project Mayhem and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. oh no! Missing on the whole the whole yeah. irony of, of the kind. <laughs> yeah, guys, did you watch the film? <laughs> did you see what happened to these people? You know, it's very yeah, funny. That's the whole point of the film. Anyway. I know, and they're and they're starting to copy it. I just want to talk about these chairs again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please <laughs> go, go 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 on the, the chairs, chairs man. I'm just comparing the frames to minute before and after, and okay. it's positioning because I'm I ain't all like that, but um. <laughs> Neo's chair is sitting on a rock or something. It's not straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, yeah. Oh, come so on. So Neo gets it even worse. So Neo, you get the lopsided part. Of course. It's, maybe this is all part of the thing we're talking about. Can I swap about. the it's cushion, like, please? My cushion is Oh, guys, ready for this? No. He never you know sits down. know why the chair is placed like that? Why? Because it's foreshadowing Neo's uh, struggles that he'll have to face in difficult <laughs> decisions later. There you go. There it and is. Cushion Perfect. Up. Good. The okay. end. You know what? I think... Um, that's why Neo never sits down because it's crappy. He's just like standing there. Yeah, he stays. Oh, he never sits. Doesn't he yeah. throw up after this? He freaks out right after this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look. So his chair remains unused, unutilized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the hey, if anyone has anyone else to talk unused. about, I well, I I can make the Matrix worse. We could have had <laughs> yeah, get Neo get lying it. down, like you know, at a psychiatrist, oh, on, man. an ottoman or something. <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. Just lounging. Tell me your troubles. <laughs> Tell me, Neo. <laughs> How do you define real? Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, if, if there's nothing else to talk about, there's just one more place to go. Okay, Is it to 1996? To 1996. To 1996 we go. Yes, we do. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> ah, that 
was nice. Thanks, Smooth. Man. Wonderful. So, Wonderful. Phil, what do you have in store for us today from this magical world of 1996? <laughs> well, we all know that in the previous one, Morpheus the loves mentioning Chicago town. a lot. A Just fan. in case we don't get that it's not <laughs> Chicago. By the way, uh, Sai, if you don't know, uh, the reason why there's a lot of Chicago in um, this Matrix script mm-hmm. is because the Wachowskis are from Chicago. So uh, they have a lot of they have a lot of pride for their city. So right, they, okay. Uh, they they just had to put it in. I see. And so he says, "The desert of the real." Right. This is kind of what where where we stopped. The sky is an endless sea of black and green bile. The earth, scorched and split like burnt flesh, spreads out beneath us as we enter the television. The desert of the real. In the distance, we see the ruins of the future Chicago protruding from the wasteland like the blackened ribs of a long dead corpse. It's a pretty good description there. Yeah, it matches uh, what we've seen. And then Morpheus says, We are, right now, miles below the Earth's surface. The only place humans can survive outside the Matrix is underground. Still moving, we turn to find Neo and Morpheus, the chairs now sitting in the middle of the black desert, dizzy, Neo holds on to the chair and he goes, what happened? And then Morph, this is, this sounds like um, the boat ride in Willy Wonka now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Morpheus, Morpheus talks about the, the background, which we're going to go into next episode because there's a lot of more information to cover. But Morpheus says, um, he says, you've been living inside Baudrillard's vision, inside the map, not the territory. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Very explicit on that one. Now that, that. So they yeah. were just using on the nose, and Baudrillard shakes his fist in this <laughs> and goes, yeah. ha, ha. "You are wrong. Don't use my name." Yeah. And that's all I got for this time in the script. That's very interesting. Very, very curious. Yes. And as so we all I can down, say is, I think we're done with this episode, and with that, Sai uh, will retire from our show yes. after we, this. We very sad. Very sad. Yes. I like he this. was this really was cool, and I really loved. Having size comments. So thank you once again, Sai. Thank you, guys. It was a blast. I it's, hope you enjoyed it. I did. It's been great fun. I shall hang That's up my good. headphones. And yeah. Retire. It's your last chance to ruin your uh, future career if you have anything. <laughs> oh, I think we've played more chance. Go see Sai's Instagram, which is Saimurai. Saimurai. Yes. I was going to say Sai Ninja. Is your Facebook the same or no? No, it's just Sai Kelly. Sai Kelly, okay. Saimurai. Cool, cool. Dude, I have a website, but I need to do something to it because it's pretty gross. Okay, well, <laughs> you can uh, choose to link that. Well, or you not. can choose to link yeah. that if you want. Uh, the choice yeah, like is yours. YouTube or I was looking at tonight, can... thinking I might, I might have to change it because <laughs> it's a mess. But, yeah. Wonderful. Well, in the um, meantime, there's other locations to yeah. check out size stuff. Check it out. And is that it? Pretty much. Yeah, go to the our Matrix sites. I'm so hungry. Eat some. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm actually hungry as well. We have we have Twitters, we have Facebooks, we have websites, we have podcasts, we have all. And the we great love things. it that you listen to this. Yes, and especially thank you to the listeners. especially to Sai as well. Thank you, absolutely. Sir. Especially Cy. you listening right it was now. Good. We appreciate the most. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you very much. Yeah, check these guys out. They're loads of fun. I actually just love listening to them while I'm being recorded thank as well. Very much. <laughs> we appreciate that a lot. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, I'll Goodbye to everyone. Bye. Good luck. Bye.